Welcome to Ellas, a bi-weekly podcast made by Latinas for Latinas. We talk with talented, inspiring, and empowering women that are living their dreams and making a path for the next generation. I'm Brenda Hernandez. And I am Brenda DeShazer. And this is Ellas. Melissa Martinez, a young Chicana who works in human resources and a nonprofit in in the medical field here in LA. So, welcome, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. Happy to have you. Thank you, guys. Um, So, I guess a little bit of my background. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Chicana, you know, Chicana. I'm based in Los Angeles, uh, born and raised. Um, I'm from Lingwood, so it's okay. Really? nice area sometimes yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um pretty much i was really brought up i kind of call myself like a border child where like Mm -hmm. my parents divorced when i was eight so i kind of lived in la but then during the weekends or during the summers i'd go back to tj okay so my dad lives in tj um so like you know he'd he'd go come back pick me up so like it was really nice kind of getting to know those like two worlds and you know that kind of like developed my sense of like who i am and you know the music the food everything yes. so i'm, I'm kind of like both so but yeah i love it yeah like That's a so cool well mix of what like chicana for you like, yeah, yeah yeah like but like hard rooted in like the mexican yeah it's weird sorry gonna <laughs> be all like mecha in your face <laughs> yeah. i love it i love it yeah yeah so then yeah um, so it kind of started from there. From there. And mm-hmm. then you were telling us that Martinez is actually one of like, a, is a Oh yeah, fake, tell us the background. Not of really Martinez, your last yeah. name, but like. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So my grandpa, he was, he was born 1912. Mm-hmm. And then I probably around seven or eight. At that time it was like during like the Cristeros. Mm-hmm. And it was yes. up in Yucatan where he was at in Merida specifically. So I guess he was with his parents or I don't know what, so he left them with the neighbors. I don't know exactly the details, but he was pretty, pretty much abandoned. And then some family took him in and they're like, okay, you're a Martinez. So then every time I, and I just found this out probably like two years ago. So like everyone calls me, oh, Miss Martinez. I'm like, it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> really. No, and then not to mention my grandma's side, they're, her grandfather, they're Russian. They came to Ensenada. Mm-hmm. There was a big Russian um, influx of people in Ensenada and mm-hmm. same thing they stayed in a Camacho ranch and they were Russian they had a Russian last name but somehow my grandma was also Camacho yeah. like, so, you're with us now you're Camacho like, I, I'm like Camacho I don't yeah. like it's like it's all it's, fake it's all fake it's all fake it's great that you mentioned that because there's like a little history like Cristeros it was a religious war Mexico yeah oh religious God, war versus the, like, the government yeah, the government yeah. it was persecuting it all happened because like the Catholic Church was like big on like you know overpowering a bit and the government was like we have to stabilize this yeah and it just became like Wait, so it was like church versus state yes, yes. wow and uh, that okay. has and then also church had a lot of land mm-hmm. land is money so it was like it was on, it was on. <laughs> and then you mentioned the you know the russian um influx going to tijuana and I don't know, maybe you know this, like Tijuana is a state that doesn't like its, you know, immigrant residents. And it's like, I feel like uh, maybe it's not the reason, but yeah, a lot of people that came from another country to Tijuana had to basically change their names or or 
pass by being another like maybe like mexican like mixed it's yeah a whole... i think yeah and that's why too like they probably married within mm-hmm. and like try to you know melt like melt in with mm-hmm. the rest of the people oh. yeah because you know it's a border town it's it's different it's and different. you want to belong anywhere you want to go you want to belong yeah exactly. and it's it's hard to stand out and especially with things going on right now it's it's really sad and, yeah and like going with like wanting to belong did you always feel like you didn't belong you like in this like <laughs> you know mo- uh, like constant movement of going back and forth from to LA and then Tijuana you know, and I never had it I never belong I never have um like when I was little like it was I was you know I would live in Linwood but I would go to school in Southgate mm-hmm. and I was known as like the rocker because they're like oh yeah she's rocker or like oh they used to call me and k-rock and stuff like so i know like i and then i used to always talk about the juana and they're like you're so weird i'm like i know and then (laughs) eventually you're just like i'm me and i embrace it and that's it like and then like talking about like high school you know um you know you were telling us your story that you even though you're like this rocker chick you were like straight a's and like the top 10 of your class yeah (laughs) That's, that's great. That's that like, is really that, great. I was, like, I was like, when I read that, I was like, oh, yes, Melissa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was totally rocker. I'd be going to ska shows. Like, I was all into the scene. Like, yeah. And, but I was still kicking butt in school. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine, like, let me go to this concert, but also I had to finish my homework. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have to finish this essay. Yeah. For yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. No, yeah, there's been so many times, like, I'm my mom never really like saw the importance of that she's like whatever da, da, da. and i'm like no mom you don't understand i have to do this da, da. so i was very very pushy and very like very hard on myself mm-hmm. yeah why so, do you think that your mom wasn't like understood that i don't know i don't know huh. I, it was weird because like i would show up like certificates and she'd be mm-hmm. like that's good for you and i'm like thanks mom like i worked hard for this but thanks yeah. like yeah <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah yeah but i just i was like yeah whatever I'll just do my own thing. Yeah, and that's like, like I guess coming towards like high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was hard because I worked so hard for all these things and to be like top of my class, I would do all these extracurricular activities. Um, and, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go to UC. I, I, I pretty much made myself for this. Yeah. And then not being able to pay for it at the end of it, like, was horrible. Like, I got accepted to UCs I wanted. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I told my mom too, I was like, oh, mom, like, we didn't qualify because we were right at the cusp of like where she was okay mm-hmm. mm. so i didn't get any grants no financial aid wow. like yeah so then i asked him i'm like mom are we i'm like i want to go to college could you help me out she's like uh we're mexican we don't save up for that kind of stuff and that's Damn. like my whole world <laughs> came crashing down like, yeah what do you mean we don't save up for that stuff? i was like i did all those things for nothing <laughs> no just kidding no no but i'm life you know life yeah Yeah. you know what's crazy i don't know if it like runs in like latino families but like my parents they both were like crazy about school like they wanted to go to school yeah but my dad's side of the family they were very big on like no just work like they didn't want them to like graduate and my mom's family same thing they're like no you need to take care of the house like you're gonna learn these things first before you learn like math like (laughs) it was crazy so i don't know if it was like embedded like somewhere in our like thing or like it wasn't as important back then 
Exactly. I don't think it was important as back then because yes. my mom thing is my mom's thing is like you work, you learn experience, and then that's how you move forward. Yeah. But I'm like, Same. no, yeah. mom, like you kind of got to build a foundation, you know? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, you have to build something to, to you know, like I guess some a credibility just because life is hard out here. Like if you don't have a BA, you it's it's very difficult. It's, very it's so hard. different. Yeah, you yeah. hear a lot like now BAs is the new like graduate degree from uh, high school. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> it is tough, but I yeah, but just gotta keep on going. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. And like yeah, like we were saying, like this is something that's so common in the Latinx community, and I think our generation is starting to realize that education is the only way for us to be like maybe at the same level as the rest of them. Oh, girl, you know, mm, and like yes. that's the only way for us to like maybe fight in our own way of like being considered we're good enough of like, I feel so, yeah almost worthy it almost mm -hmm. like makes me really sad thinking that but yeah. sometimes we have to take away our accents make our make us I don't know like we just have to have that <sighs> yes Americanized Americanized but also be like have a BA maybe yes. get an MA yeah do whatever it takes work just to get it at there. that level yes. yeah like and then, but like, you, then you like do like your stats, and you're like, oh wait, Latinas only make like less of a dollar compared to a white man, like, yeah, like things like that, like a Caucasian man. It's mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy, just difficult. Oh my gosh! So as soon as I heard or like read your story about like you fought to make sure you went to college, like you were gonna make sure, like I'm going, like <laughs> I worked hard, yeah. I'm gonna go, and it made me so proud because I remember back when I was doing Chicano studies, mm -hmm. um, I looked at the statistics on like how many of us have actually made it to BA and like to um, like graduate school, and the recent one that was 2016, I believe, from like. Research, oh no, from the US Census Bureau was 12% of Hispanics like drop out of high school. But, however, <laughs> um, about 35% go into college enrollment, like, but compared to our other counterparts, mm -hmm. they're so much higher than us right now. Oh. So it was like, I'm so glad you fought to get into, you're like, I'm gonna go. Because that just like adds I to our fought day and night for that. Yeah. Believe me. Like my mom, like we we fought a lot. Just, you know, and I was living under mm -hmm. her household too, so it was like her rules, yeah. her home, everything. So like me trying like I I like skateboard to school because I didn't have a car. We had the means yeah. to. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I was like, no, you know, but like she wouldn't help me. She would not help me. So there was so I went to Elac, East LA College. Mm -hmm. I did Three years there, two intentionally, but three it happens. Yeah, it's um, okay. <laughs> and then I transferred to Cal State Northridge. Oh, cool. Yeah, I would take the bus from Lingwood to Cal State Northridge. How many hours is that? Two hours and a half. Oh God. And I had a class at seven thirty a.m. And if you weren't there early, you'd lock the doors. So you had to leave your house by like five, five. which means you have to get up at like. Four, three. Yeah, no, at that time, I told my mom, I was like, this is really unfair. You have to drive me to the Metro yeah. at least in downtown. She's like, okay. 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 So we kind of barred there, but still, like, I still had to go. Melissa. Yeah. You, like, seriously, you are here. Like, I think, I feel like every time maybe you accomplish a goal, like, in your life, it, you just feel, like, immensely so fulfilled because yeah. of all the challenges and obstacles that have come across, you know, for you stopping you to, like, get your goal or even yeah. graduating or even going to a class yeah yeah girl 
I never miss school either. I'm so like psycho about that. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I yeah. made sure like no matter what I was gonna do it. But so then when I was living with my mom, I probably, I did like one semester at CSUN with mm-hmm. my mom, like living at, under my mom's household. After that, I left. Oh wow. I had to leave. It was like emotionally straining, everything straining. So I was like, yeah, I just gotta cut up the negative. Yeah. And luckily my boyfriend was very supportive and he kind of helped me out a lot. He helped me out a lot. Nice. We're still together. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like after that, I left. Because I was like, I couldn't do the commute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he lived up like in the valley, so it was a lot closer. So yeah. that's why I was like, you know, I just packed my bags and yeah. left. Didn't talk to her for five years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Until now. Until now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now you're good. Now you're good. <laughs> yeah. A year ago, it was just good. So oh, we just wow. started talking and I guess, yeah. But graduating was the best, man. And once yeah. you graduated, how did you, you know, um, started working in, you know, HR or like in the medical field? Like, yes. how's that, um, that so, interest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of, so part of like, because I, I did the sociology um, bachelor's. So mm-hmm. then part of that, you had to do like an externship. Um, so I did that at, uh, it's called, it was like a nonprofit. I'm not going to say it. It's okay. It's okay. No. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And, and <laughs> okay. then that one, so that one, it was, it was based in downtown L.A., Okay. So I'd internship there for like maybe five hours a week. I'd okay. go to from seat from Northridge to there and then, you know, and be working and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, I would work there I worked for like maybe like two months and then they officially hired me right after I graduated. Yeah, so it was really mm-hmm. nice. I was working in the finance department, mm-hmm. but then finance kind of, it wasn't my thing. I would still, I would still be doing it. <laughs> yeah. But then because I was so new, they're like, oh, would you like to try, you know, seeing the front like being a receptionist i'm like yeah sure so i'd help around a lot okay. so then also people like doing like oh could you help out with grants could you help out with fine like uh with hr mm-hmm. and then some lady from grants left could you take care of her job i'm like yeah sure so i'd be doing her job yeah. <laughs> and but then i'd be learning too so i, yeah. I never really said no to an opportunity mm-hmm. and to just learn everything and anything I can. Yes, girl, yeah. take those opportunities. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. definitely. Don't ever say, I was a yes man pretty much. Don't say no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> just don't. Just learn and, you know, and then eventually I got to the HR and then HR needed help. So they're like, could you be an HR assistant? I'm like, yeah, sure. And eventually I took on those roles and then eventually that HR lady left. I don't know why she transferred over to finance. So she did her own financing. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> and then, then they're like, I guess you're in charge of doing all of HR stuff. And I was like, okay. Okay. Like, yes, yeah. I am. I, am. <laughs> like, I got this. I was built for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what is it that you exactly do? Like explain or what you can about your job and for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so pretty much HR is kind of overseeing like the well-being of like the people that work there. Mm-hmm. So in HR, like say for example, like your benefits, so your medical, dental, vision, all those things are pretty much vouched out by HR. HR helps like with, there's brokers involved for you. So those brokers kind of like connect with HR so that you guys can make the best deal mm-hmm. out of all of your benefits. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a lot of money. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, you know, you end up paying like a little less because of the broker and the HR stuff. Like, so we kind of, it's, a, not a big deal, but that, so there's that, there's like 401k, anything to do with your benefits, we pretty much handle. Okay. Um, so then, and then also too, if you want to do like employee development, we also do that too. Um, so I guess like, I'll just say like what I kind of do in the background. I yeah. kind of <laughs> make sure that if you want to make any changes to your payroll 
or anything to your address, personal things, I help do that. Um, so right now where I work is it's a like a health clinic. Mm-hmm. So I do mostly all of that. And then I also do all of everyone's evaluations. What? And it's like 400 people. Oh, my God. Did I mention it's by paper? What? 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 Are you serious? <laughs> so, so just in So it's like three evaluations per person. 1,200. Oh, my God. And I have to do it all in one year. I'm down what? to 15 from 2007. No, 2018. When they hired me, they were like two years behind. <laughs> and now, right now, we're 15 people I just need for 2018. That's how much of a boss Melissa yeah. is. Yes, She girl. took over and she was like, you were <laughs> behind, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot of work, but you just manage. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Like HR is like so many little things. Like also another project I have mm-hmm. is like W-2s. So any business that you work for, they have to make sure that you send out the W-2s. Mm-hmm. And if they return, we have to kind of keep them and track them. Yeah, so that's one project I sent out. W-2s to all the people and track them, everything. So HR does a lot. It's yeah. kind of your, yeah. a jack of all trades. You're like affecting yeah. people's livelihood. Like you're yeah. making sure their livelihood is okay, okay. and good. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I think that's kind of one thing I really like. I'm very a people person. And I just want to make sure like everyone's taken care of. And I like that. I don't know. Just it's weird. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And have you ever like encountered during your professional professional career that like obstacle of finding a balance between making your employer happy, but then also the employees happy? Or like, is it hard? You know, especially uh, in a nonprofit. Yeah, I because I work closely with my director, and I always like like I know business is business, mm-hmm. but like I'm always like you know like it's always about the employee. I always feel it's about, like, I'm not saying the little people, because they're not little people, but, yeah. like, it's, you know, the underdog. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm big on the underdog. Yeah. Um, and if you could help them out, whatever situation you can, then you do. Yeah. I, I know it's kind of hard, because sometimes you get emotions and you get attachments. Yeah. But you kind of have to balance it out sometimes. And yeah. sometimes people are let go, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But sometimes, like, it's for the best. Yes. And, you know, you never know where life takes you. Yeah. Whenever I was, when I was in retail um, before, I felt like the HR was like the advocate for the people and they had to be the checks and balances between like company, corporate, government stuff that they has to get done yeah. and then also making sure that the livelihood of like the people were good too. So it's like a big job and a big role that you took on. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Definitely. Yeah, but I love it though. (laughs) How does your family respond to your uh, like your position and your journey and everything? Um, I think they're they're I think very surprised about my journey. Yeah, they're like we're surprised too. We're like, dang, she didn't miss a class. Like, (laughs) didn't miss a class, and now she's like improving where she works at. Yeah, 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 no, my yeah. No, luckily my family's been very like supportive. It was very awkward with my mom and me for those five years. And, like, my family was just like, OMG, like, your mom's coming. Or, you know, so I always treat her with love and respect, you know? Yeah. She was, like, so mean to us all the time. <laughs> she was so brutal. How about your dad? Like, does, you Oh, my dad's a sweetheart, guys. He's the sweetest. I could, like, cry. Because oh. he's always been there for me. He probably doesn't like that I made that, like, that, that sudden move mm-hmm. to, like, move out. 
Because, you know, I'm a little girl, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Your dad is a yeah. little girl. Yeah, yeah. But he was just like, I'm so proud of you. He's like, whatever you do, I was like, I'm proud. And I was like, oh, thanks, dad. Yeah. Anytime dad say, like, I'm proud of you, I just want to cry. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it was, my dad and I have a very, like, tight-knit relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel very fortunate. I'm going to be taking a trip with him in a few months. Just as me and my dad. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going? Um, Mexico City and Puebla. Yes. I'll send you some recommendations. Yes. Go away. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you have like, you know, the support from your dad and this like, you know, difficult, you know, relationship right. with your mom. And do you have like siblings that followed into your steps or like that like saw your dedication of like, hey, you know, Melissa did it. So can I. Yeah, um, I could say one of my biggest people, like biggest cheerleader, like besides my dad that I'm very close to is my cousin. Mm. We, I love my cousin and she loves me. And she's always been like that advocate for me. Mm-hmm. She was like, if your mom can't, it's fine, Melissa. Like, I'm here for you if you need anything. Like she was my rock. Yeah, Louisa, shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she was, she's like really, really great. And it was nice because of, you know, me going to college. She also went to college too. So we're kind of going around the same time. So she graduated with an AA and then I did my BA. So it was really nice. Like we, we, we kind of bounce each other's energy and ideas mm-hmm. and we just drive forward. And then now my sister is going back to school too. Mm. She's my older sister. That so she's so like cool. really, yeah, yeah. So things are changing up for us. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's nice. And I want to go back to like the professional you know, sphere, like, have you ever like encountered any obstacles because you know you're you know chicana uh maybe you're a woman yeah. and yes and it's hard sometimes it's hard to take orders from a woman so yeah. like oh yeah yeah no yeah i i've encountered it where like for example not this current job but the previous one mm-hmm. at the big nonprofit. um i was the hr assistant doing the senior hr person's work mm-hmm. so I, a lot, I, I encountered a lot of like, you know, like, I, I mean, I want to get a raise, but you know, it's, it's hard to ask for a raise yes. and being, 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 being a woman and being everything like Latina, like you don't ask for a raise. You just work hard. You don't, those things you don't take into account. And yeah, like it, I was doing the job of a senior person, but I was still getting paid the same. And it made me question a lot because a lot of people there, uh, a lot of them were not of color. And they didn't have a BA. They didn't have much experience in HR, but they would still get paid bank. And then, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it, and then also, I noticed a lot of like weird stuff movements going on where I was like, this place is getting very toxic. And that's when I decided, I'm going to put in my two week notice. Yeah. And then that's how I found another job. And the other job was a Korean company. Mm-hmm. But that was also being a woman, Latina. It was hard. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it, I mean, given, I guess, they're kind of, it was like a culture shock for them mm-hmm. and to assimilate to our laws, to everything else, like, they don't, they don't respect you. Damn. Yeah, so I've, I've been in those situations where, like, they don't respect you, they don't appreciate you, and what you do is just move on forward. Because yeah. you don't want to bring that toxicity to your life, no. to your home. It's, no it's way. Bad. It is bad. I used to, like, dread going to work. And everything, I'm like, yeah. I have to go, my God, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you just kind of have to close that chapter and then move on. Yeah. And no, you'll find something way. better. Yes. You'll 
be comfortable like i'm not saying it's like perfect but you know what it's it's better than what i used to be mm-hmm. and my hair is growing back no, i'm just kidding my <laughs> <hair is> all- <laughs> no, the seriously grays gone, the grays like, are gone yeah. i'm a lot younger now 10 years now yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah. but it really does it, it's bad yeah. but yeah. once you get out of there you just move forward you're saying a lot of things because you know my situation you know i yes. used to have like um the same i, I was working in a a fast fashion place and my you know the owners were korean so that's like having that cultural shock and then just having like doubting they doubt and they make you doubt of your work and then your value of what you bring to the table and then like all the results that you you know give yeah and like yes talk like it's it takes a big step for you to decide you know what i don't need this in my life i need to be emotionally stable and find something better yes and i think as latinos it's like it's hard it's like because it's ingrained in our like brain like you have to work and it's like if it's tough it's tough you know oh you stick it through boom you stick it yeah yeah, you stick it (laughs) through don't quit you don't don't quit quit. Mm -mm. yeah so Yeah. yeah like especially for you of like deciding you know what i need something better yes and then you found it and then that's yeah. amazing yeah because that that job was in burbank so it was it was like so i drive from and it's not that bad i'll hammer to burbank it's not that bad mm-hmm. and like yeah they won't take your word for it they i would be like you have to pay your employees overtime they're like no we don't i was like it's the law <laughs> and i would like, like pull out like, <laughs> like this information like look here article da 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 it says you have to pay your people. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. I'm like, and I'm like, and you're paying a salary? This isn't like, this isn't what it is. And yeah. I would tell them and it would be in their face and they would still tell me no. A lot, and then that didn't happen. That happened so many times to other little things. So besides I was doing HR for them mm-hmm. too, but then I was also kind of starting, they were moving locations. So I would help with like construction. I would help with contracts. Like I would do other many things yes. that weren't in HR, which was fine, but like, they still wouldn't respect me. They still wouldn't take my word for it. And I'm like, it's right here. I'm like, yeah. it's USA. Get used to it. This is yeah. what we do here. Yeah. We'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, literally, I left that job and I got one that was actually in my city that I lived in. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm working at now. And I literally, when I got that job, I cried in my car. Oh. Yeah, I was so happy because oh I was like, gosh. finally, somewhere where, you know, and they're really great. Yeah. Yeah, it was like meant to be. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I had to go through all of that just to get here, but it was so worth it. So, you know, going back of like, you know, your work ethic and your dedication inspired your cousin and your sister. What do you, you know, recommend and you know advise your fellow peers and you know, future generation of Chicanas or Latinas to you know start going to school and how to do it you know if they want to be in the hr yeah. industry or in the medical field i would say just like strive for the stars mm-hmm. i mean you have to work hard i hate this play hard but no but you really <laughs> but <yes>. have to, <laughs> but you really have to kind of go in that endeavor like no matter what you just keep on striving for the best mm-hmm. and work hard as much as you can um, I would say boyfriends, uh, come later, <laughs> family also too, but it's about you and kind of building that foundation for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and keep your eye on, on your goals and your target and go on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 
And I feel like also finding a, a mentor, and I think it's hard definitely in like the Latina community because like a lot of people are like envious that, oh, she might take my job away, you know, that sort of mentality. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like if you find someone that doesn't have that way of thinking and like is open to teaching you and like showing you the ropes, would also be great right right and you know it, it's i don't think i i haven't like found a mentor like yet yeah. but until i found this job like what i'm doing mm -hmm. now my my director is like an amazing mentor mm -hmm. and like it's like little things like i i say or do she's like melissa you know think of how you said this you know how you presented that idea what do you think i'm like oh yeah she makes you kind of think like oh i should probably not have done that or mm -hmm. like she gives you tips and like professional tips and i love that I never had that. I never had guidance. I secretly wish I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I did. Like, you know, because I was like fighting with my mom, and like, I, I guess my cousin, you could say, was a big mentor mm -hmm. in that because she's older than me. Um, but like professional, professional, I haven't had that yet. But I've encountered many professional Latinas. But I was like, once I got that yeah. job in, um, in my first gig, um, uh, yeah, and they were really like, they were really supportive. But like, I don't think any of them like took me under their wing. Maybe too, because I also put up a block. Mm, okay. So I would say maybe for like other people, like don't put up a front. You don't have yeah. to be tough. Mm. I, I, you know, so I just let's go with the flow. And if you need help, ask. ask. Yeah. 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 I love this talk because <laughs> <laughs> it just proves that like no matter your struggle, you can do it. Yes. You can take the bus to work. There is no excuse. College. There is no oh excuse. Oh my gosh. I know. I know because you see so many people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't feel like going to school. I'm like, are you serious? Like, no. You, you, there's so yes. many ways of doing it. Yeah. Like, you have to fight and you have to strive for whatever. But yeah, you have to get up and do it. Just don't stand by and complain. Like, yeah. No. And nothing, no, you're not going to get anything on the silver platter. Like, you oh, have yeah, to no. work for it. Yeah. yeah, especially exactly. being a woman, mm -hmm. Latina, like you're going to work for it. Exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to double, triple work for it. But yeah. hey, <laughs> if it's going to get you somewhere, why not? It's yes. worth it. You're happy like in the field that you're in now yeah. and yeah. your success story. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's still going on. You're still oh, yeah. working on that success. You know, it's, yeah. it's building up. It's yeah. building up. Yeah. And it's definitely taking time. Mm -hmm. But it, I mean... I always like tell myself like I'm gonna do it. I'm just you know find my way. I'm building my little I guess professional portfolio mm -hmm. and then also doing extra stuff, education on the side and all that, mm -hmm. just to get there. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not. This is not the end of the battle. Yeah. No, it is not. It's you are not. <laughs> Your story is not over yet. No, it's, it's just not. Started. It's just getting started. It's a quarter there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Melissa, we personally want to yes. thank you so much for your story and your journey and also like going to college. When I was um, looking at these st statistics again, um, I just scrolled through and it said the percentage of ages 25 to 29 with a bachelor's degree or more of 2014, we are at the dead last <laughs> of 15% oh. of us have a bachelor's degree or a completed college and you are growing that percent by making sure you went to college, you are influencing yes. your cousin, your sister, and our listeners that are listening right now exactly. of like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have the finances for it. I don't know how to even start college or where I'm gonna go. Like listening to you and your story now, it's inspirational. It's showing our listeners from every age yes. range, like 
I can do it. If she can do skateboarded it. <laughs> to school, to school, or yes, two hours in, um, yeah, commute. Yeah, I you got to take the bus, skateboard, do whatever it you takes. can just to get there. Yeah, because I honestly like I, I think about like, what about if I didn't do that? Where where would I be? Where yeah. mm-hmm. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to you have to fight for it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And what would you? What type of advice would you give to you know, to your younger self? Oh my gosh, when I was younger, I don't know. Maybe uh, I would probably say take classes during like college courses mm-hmm. during the summer. Mm. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get that AA while you're still in high school or something, mm-hmm. just because it gets very expensive. Yes. And you, I, I guess, you expose and prepare yourself for college. I, and you know, I'm sure if you do that, imagine what like you know, your senior year if you take the SATs, like how high you'd score, and yeah. all these. I, I always thought, I'm like, oh, I wish I could have taken college courses mm-hmm. in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, and I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, we won't hear like the end of this success story. I, I you know have faith that we'll hear like more amazing goals that you've accomplished and we'll definitely talk about it later and you we want you like you know back if possible to yes. talk more about it melissa martinez part two melissa <laughs> martinez part two melissa, it's all fake <laughs> i really did get my ba though <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really melissa <laughs> but yeah i mean watch you yes. back here oh yeah definitely definitely and thank you and you know um where can people connect with you you know um it, do you want to share your Instagram or? Um, I guess you could find me. I know it's a really silly Instagram thing. I love it though. It goes back to my ska days, you know? Okay. <laughs> so it's, uh, I guess you could find me Melly and then M-E-L-Y underscore Munster, M-U-N-S-T-E-R. You can find me there. <laughs> yes. If you yes. have any questions, send me anything. Awesome. Yeah. So and we yeah. will be yeah. featuring her on our on Instagram, our Instagram page. Our Libsyn and everything Libsyn. else. <laughs> you know, um, our Instagram, which is at AS Podcast, and our website. So follow us. Yes. And. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just want to thank, you know, thank you for listening to our first episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. It's a second girl. <laughs> this is our second episode. Yeah, first but with a guest, okay. I guess. I was thinking that way. No worries. Our first episode with our first guest. Second episode with the first guest. But yes. yes. Thank you, Melissa. Aww, thank thank you, you, Melissa. you guys so much. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. Brenda Square. Brenda Square. Oh, Brenda Square. I like yes. that. Oh, good. <laughs> you just coined it. We're gonna use it. Yeah, we're using it. Thanks, yes. Melissa. Thank you. Of course. Um, and thank you. Um, this is Aegis. Follow us on Instagram and follow Melissa. Uh, we'll talk in two weeks. Bye-bye. Ellas is co-hosted by Brenda DeShazer and me, Brenda Hernandez. Thanks to our editor and producer, D.F. DeShazer II. And thank you to Shro, who created our theme song. This is a yes. Yes.